three, two, one. Hello, everybody. My name is Lion, and I go by Lion Plays on Twitch and Lion Plays Twenty One on YouTube. Um, and today I will be talk walking you through another two of my favorite albums. Um, if you don't remember episode one, I talked to you about I Felt by Victor Ray and Nina Simone's I Put a Spell on You. You can check those out just after you finish this one. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I am an aspiring jazz musician who plays saxophone and is studying at college currently to get a degree to be able to perform jazz. I love it. I love the music. I believe it's a dying art form, and that's why we need so many more people in it to help, help revive it. Um, and today, granted, I'm not speaking to you guys about jazz per se, but this first album up is by a saxophone player named Masego. And I don't want to categorize Masego as a saxophone player, but some of you may know him from his hit to Dao, which went super viral on TikTok as the light skin walk dance, if you guys remember that chant. Um, my Twitch chat will tell you every every day of the every day and night that every time I hear to Dao, I have to go on a ten minute rant about it because of how much I enjoyed the song before TikTok found it, and then TikTok had to find it and ruin everything about it. <laughs> um, nonetheless, I will be talking to you about uh, Masego's sophomore album, self-titled Masego. And Masego is a multi-instrumentalist who plays dabbles in guitar and saxophone, and this is an R&B slash soul album. Uh, he starts this album off with a track called Black Anime. And with a name like that, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, but it is it opens with a really soulful piano that that is just a really, really cool vibe. And the chorus, which maybe chuckled just a little bit, is just the Cupid Shuffle. It says it word for word, right? To the left. Take it back now, y'all. One hop this time. And it was so funny that it made me chuckle the first time I heard it. And I knew that this was going to be a special project, being that he had, he had sampled the Cupid Shuffle. Track two is called Saks Fifth Avenue. And something that Masego does in between some of his songs is that there are little skits. So between track one and two, there was a skit of Masego being awoken by, uh, sorry, an alarm clock playing that is supposed to wake up Masego, but instead of one of his friends yells and says, hey, we gotta go out, we gotta go out and get the money. We gotta go out and play. And so track two starts off with the line that says, we have to, I've got $14 in my wallet. Open up my case, cause I ain't balling yet. The album for me shows that Masego remembers the time where he, where he himself was a struggling artist. Or he didn't have time or, or money to ball out like he does now. And I think that that is great to, to know that, you know, to listen to an artist that knows that they're coming from humble beginnings and doesn't let you forget it. Um, it also paints a picture of, busk, of a busking musician on a, on a street corner saying, playing to eat and playing to God. Because as somebody who, granted, hasn't busked too often, Somebody who has experienced busking, I completely agree that that's how it feels sometimes. And I just, I, I, I love Masego's vibe and his energy on this track. Track three 
is only described with, and in my notes say the same thing, is it's wavy. It's vibey, it is wavy, it is such a beautiful way of putting words together. And I love it so, so much. Um, my favorite line of the song is Baskin Robbins Baby, What You Wanna Try. It's just funny to me. You know, I don't I don't need any specific any specific reasons to to like this this track or anything in particular to to want to show my appreciation to it. Um, it starts off with an old school boom bap kind of Detroit beat, which gives you that vibe. It's amazing. Uh, track four is called "Afraid of Water." It its chorus sounds, "My baby shallow, she afraid of water." It's about trying to date a girl who isn't ready for the commitment relationship. It's definitely modern, but it's referring, but it's a refreshing take on a on a on a trope of music. Um, I can gush about how I love Masego's use of words and and how I believe that he preaches everything that he says and just how different and how refreshing it is to hear R and B put in a way that is is unique. I, I feel I feel like R and B has been played out recently, and so I sincerely in love what this track does. The next track, track five, is called "Down in the Dumps." Masego has a way of making music that makes you move your shoulders when you listen to it. I'm not even a dancer, but I can see myself coming liquid on a dance floor with how wavy some of these songs are. The song walks us through a relationship that didn't end well. She got me so down in the dumps. And I think that that's that's kind of where this project is. Is it's is it's not it's not really like a love album. I would say it's more of, almost more of a breakup album, which is you know I would think Masego's way of using his art form to vent and to just continue doing what he does. Uh, track six is a is a really short track. I believe it's the shortest on the album, and it starts off with a really soulful piano soulful piano sample a nice little ballad to break up the monotony that was most of the other tracks which i don't want to use monotony as a bad word here it's just that all the other tracks really high energy and really um really uniquely themselves in a way but still not not in the same way as a as, a, as the piano ballad breaks up the way of the upbeat r&b was prior Track 7 is Remembering Sundays. It's another seamless transition between you play of my heart and Remembering Sundays. It starts with a soulful chorus that turns, that turns that takes a turn into a rap verse, back into a soulful chorus, into an R&B section, back into a soulful chorus. This song is really a showcase of how many bags Masego has his hand in. Life has lemons, lemony snicket, snickering at books under blankets. That's just one simple line out of this song that I, I really enjoy. And made me <laughs> made me snicker when I first heard it. Track eight, who cares anyway? I like the overall message of this song. Masegu is saying he doesn't want to be famous anymore. He'd rather make the art that he loves. He says, "I feel like everyone back in the day wanted to be great." This is a great take, especially on his sophomore album. Masego just wants to make art that he's passionate about, and it's super inspiring for any up and coming artist. I love that somebody who has seen the success that he has still says that hey music music felt more genuine when people were dying for it and i think that that's so true and why so many people say they missed out an old version of the artist not because they don't like their new stuff but just because their new stuff doesn't feel like 
Their new stuff doesn't feel as hungry as their old stuff did. Uh, track 9 is Bye Bye My Love. And I miss you, Chuck, but quite a different than the other ones. He wishes you were back in his life. Masego seems to want to reconnect with someone that has moved on. He's also in a better place. Also, I've been waiting for a chance to mention, because on about three of these tracks, uh, Masego plays saxophone on, and I absolutely love it. Masego, again, is one of my favorite saxophone players, and specifically on this song, specifically on this song, that you can hear the influence is uh, influence of him playing saxophone is on the bridge, where I be- or believe he even hums part of the music, hums the melody that his saxophone is playing, or plays the melody back on his saxophone that he had hummed. Either way, either way, both things work, and I find it super inspiring, and very, and very amazing to hear on a especially on a modern project. Like, why did we ever get rid of saxophone solos on songs? Uh, track number 10, Say What You Want. Upbeat drums, another really danceable song. Really wavy, lots of auto-tune, but really just a vibe that feels good to listen to. Definitely modern, but still in a way that you know it's Masego. And that's basically all I have to say about track, track 10. Track 11 is Two Sides. Two Sides, parentheses, I'm so Gemini. Which, first of all, I love any time we can make a joke about, about two-faced Geminis. I think that I think that astrology jokes are funny because... I am not one that personally believes in astrology, so anytime somebody says, oh, I'm, I'm allowed to be two-faced, I'm a Gemini, I just, I laugh. Track 11, so between track 11 and 12, there's a skit where Masego is on a date with a girl. And on this date, uh, Masego spots his ex, and instead of paying attention to the girl that he's with, he almost completely indulges into what into what he sees about his ex instead of paying attention to the girl that he's with which rubs this, the girl the wrong way and she gets very very upset right masego is drinking all of her wine <laughs> which i think is a funny visual to paint masego drinks all of her wine and really makes her upset about it and then track 12 starts off with him getting the attention of the restaurant pointing out his ex and says he's going to sing to her and that is what the rest of track 12 um, gets into. Track, t- track 12 is called You Never Visit Me. He's not over his ex. It's, it's not another I Miss You song per se, but it's remorseful in a way, in, in a way that she had walked out of, out of his life. You know, it, it's, um, it's, it's Masego kind of opening up and saying that, like, ever since you moved, you haven't come back to see me. And... You know, the first time I see you in X amount of time is across from somebody else at a, at a, at a restaurant, which I think is a cool take on it. Uh, the, penultimate, the penultimate track, number 13, is called In Style. And the drums that start on this is crazy. Like, there is no better word to put it as other than crazy. They're, they're, you know, it also is a killer saxophone part that I am biased towards, but I will take as much sax as I can get. This track is about him wanting all the smoke. He's flexing for the first time that he is the best and that no one can step to him. It, it, is, it is his way of saying that his music is in style and that it's the only thing that you really, that, that, that he needs and that anybody else can step to. Which, honestly, I love when an artist spits their game and as an artist that deserves it spits their game and says, hey, I am the best. 
uh, on the last track, it's called Eternal Sunrise and Fire Pit. And it starts off with really nice, like, fire crackling sounds. That, you know, is a really fitting way to title this track. Um, and, yeah, in the, first op- in the f- opening 40 seconds, there's a fire crackle that really sounds fitting. The song is Masako's way of showing appreciation that he got as far as he has. He's taken us back to an old school bonfire, and I think that this is the best way to end his project. Is he took it back to where it all began, and I think that there is no better way to to end a sophomore project than this. And I hope that we get more music from Masego, because I am going to miss it if we don't. No track on this album is a skip. I don't believe that you can listen that you can listen to this album and think that you could skip something. But also, I am an avid believer in not shuffling albums and listening to them how the artist attended. Um, <laughs> anybody who's ever been on Ox with me in any sort of car will know that if I'm playing an album, I expect to play the album from start to finish with no skips. Um, there's skits in this that, that go seamlessly between songs that if you don't have the next song ready for it, it's just it's not going to resonate the same as if you did. Um, now that I've told you about Masego's sophomore album, self-titled Masego, allow me to tell you about the next album. But I want to preface this preface this as when I was a I when I was sixteen, I went to my local Walmart, and there I had bought my first record player. It was a Crosley briefcase that I have since learned was actually probably a terrible purchase but i got it on sale um it was i think i think it was actually about 50 percent off and so i was like there's no way i can pass this up but in order to get a record player i told myself that i have to buy a record so i was looking through i was looking through the album section at walmart which if you know anything about the albums at walmart they're either in really bad condition or there isn't anything good on them um but my first album that I had bought with my record player was an album that I actually had not heard prior. I'd recognized a few of the songs, but I, I, I wasn't sure about it. Today, I am taking you all the way back to 1969 and walking you through Aretha's Gold by Aretha Franklin. Now, if you don't know who Aretha Franklin is, you must have been living under a rock. The, the, I, I, I firmly believe that there is no way any human on earth can get to this stage of their life where they're listening to my podcast and can say they've never once listened to a Reza Franklin song. She is the queen of soul for a good reason. Um, her music transcends life. Her music transcends culture. Her music has, has been played, has, has had top billboard success, and it is just amazing. I don't believe that you can you can listen to any modern R&B song or any modern soul song without hearing some sort of resemblance of Aretha Franklin in it. So allow me to walk you through what is what was her first greatest hits album, um, which came out in nineteen, which came out in nineteen sixty nine, Aretha's Gold, track number one. Is, was called I Never Loved a Man The Way That I Loved You and in 1968 she was going th- she was going through a really tough time and a really tough divorce 
with her ex-husband named Ted White. They were in a rough spot in their marriage, so she put her feelings into this song. She's venting about how everyone is telling him to leave the man that she married, but she never loved the man the way that she loved him. And this is one of those projects that I think whoever compiled these songs together really knew what they were doing. Because it shows a story of her of her marriage. Um, track two is called Do Right By Do Right Woman, Do Right Man. It's a slower ballad. Aretha is the queen of soul, and this is just another demonstration of the control she has of her voice. Still in the same light as the Spire song, this is again another couple's therapy session where Miss Queen feels like she's disrespected and wants her man to do right by her. Track three is R-E-S-P-E-C-T. P-E-C-T. Respect. Now, when, when the name Aretha Franklin comes to your mind and you hear it, comes to your ears, and you have to resonate what you just heard, I venture to believe that everybody and their mama thinks of respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T by Aretha Franklin. This is most definitely her most well-known song. The song that she is at minimum most well-known for. Um, it's amazing by no exaggeration of the world. This is what true soul music is. If you have, if you have lived your life without having heard this song, take this as a sign. This is a must-listen. And there's very few songs and albums that I will, I will put on this platform that I will call a must-listen. But R-E-S-P-E-C-T by, by Aretha Franklin is the song that people know of her. There's nothing else I can say about it. Track four is called Dr. Feel Good, one of the, most gospel, one of the more gospel-feeling songs that her era was really known for, especially in the 60s and, in, uh, and, and with the record company that she was with. Um, Ray Charles gets the credit for combining gospel and making it secular. But I, I do believe it was just a, a, a product of the time. It was trying to cast the most right net that you can. Um, track 5, Baby I Love You. I am surprised that this song isn't played at most weddings. It's a true love song. The chorus says I love you about 10 times. I love it. That pun was intentional. Track six, you make me feel like a natural woman. This is my favorite song on this album. I know I said that if you don't know R-E-S-E-P-C-T, that you need to go listen to it. But this song right here is the, is the only song that has ever made me feel that I wanted to be born as a natural woman. Just so I could experience this song from a woman's perspective. It's just so good. And I mean it's so good in the sense of when this comes on in the shower... I belt. I'm singing it from the bottom of my lungs to the top of my skull. I'm singing it like like nobody, like there's no tomorrow. Singing it like nobody's watching, like the house doesn't shake. I'm singing it with with all of my chest and all that I can hold inside of me. I truly believe that this is my favorite Aretha Franklin song because of just how good it is. Track number seven, Chain of Fools. Chain, chain, chain. That's how it starts. More marriage issues for sure, but not as somber as the prior songs. It's upbeat soul music. She feels like she was strung along by her ex, ex-husband. She says in the song that she feels like she was just another chain, chain in the link for him. That there was nothing special about, about him, about her to him. 
Track eight, sweet, sweet baby since you've been gone. Piano solo, we have got to love a good piano solo. Another real upbeat soul song that shows off Rita's range of emotion in her voice. Again, vastly different than her prior love songs. This one is her asking, why'd you do it? And then almost begging for them to take him back. Track nine, Ain't No Way. It's, a, it's another classic ballad with saxophone opening. Like, why did people get rid of saxophones in music? I don't understand. I will never understand. The saxophone is amazing. Shout out to Kenny G for making it popular. But whoever took it out of music, I, want, I, just, I just want to have a small conversation, I promise. <laughs> right around the one minute mark, there's a lady in the background who is hitting notes that I could only dream of. Aretha is asking how she can give her all to a man that isn't letting her in. There just ain't no way, baby. End quote. Track 10, Think. This is the Mariah Carey song of the album for sure. Super upbeat, super soulful, and the chorus has Aretha sinking into the ozone layer with how high these notes get. It's super straightforward song that Aretha is telling someone to think. It don't take too much IQ to see what you've been doing to me. Track 11. You Send Me. It's a straightforward love song that Aretha transcends with her beautiful voice. Um, there wasn't really much to say about it that you couldn't hear it hear from if you listen to it. Which, again, I will forever recommend anybody out there listening to this to go home and to listen to the albums that I'm, I'm talking about and share your love for music with me. Leave a comment. Um on if you like the music if you like if you liked the album what you what you did like what you didn't like if you agree with some of my points if you don't explain it i would love to get feedback and to understand um how some of you guys feel about it track 12 the jack the house that jack built probably my third favorite song on the album right next up right behind r-e-s-p-e-c-t i think this song is labeling out her marriage in a way that is new for this album her husband, quote, Jack, built the house, but Jack is no longer occupying that, occupying that house. He stepped out on Aretha, and she kept the car of the house, but not Jack. And I think it's, it's in another way that, that, um, that Jack had, that Jack is a metaphor in, in their relationship in saying that the house that Jack built was actually their relationship and that she's just sad that, that she got to keep all of the love and affection that, that she was supposed to keep to Jack. But he ended up rejecting it and just saying, no, I think it's time for us to part ways. Track 13 is called I Say a Little Prayer. The moment I wake up before I put my makeup, there's very few women that I know that will wake up first thing in the morning before they do anything, before they put on their makeup and do anything at all. But Aretha is saying that even before she does her makeup, she does a little, she says a little prayer for her man. Um, after this part, she then goes more into detail saying that when she's in public, she prays for her man. When she's thinking about him, she prays for her man. And I think that it is a very cute way of just saying, you're on my mind all the time. This is another potential wedding song that I'm surprised doesn't get played more at weddings. 
because um, I think I think this album specifically, even though it is a greatest hits, should be played a lot more at weddings. Track fourteen, seesaw, ups and downs, just like a seesaw. Sometimes you love me, sometimes you hurt me so bad. This is this this is the hypocrisy song. Her man says one thing one time and a whole nother thing the next. And that concludes Aretha's Gold, which happened to be my first record that I ever owned on vinyl, but also one of my favorite Aretha Franklin songs, especially Aretha Franklin albums, especially to just get them into her music. This was her 10th studio album, but age and time ain't nothing but a number. Um, Aretha's voice ages like fine wine. And later on, I will walk you through some of her more modern, and I say modern, like it, more modern meaning it came out in the early thousands. But I will walk you through some of her more up-to-date things, up-to-date albums on the next, on the next few episodes. Um, and that is Aretha's Gold, as well as Masego's self-titled Masego, which is his sophomore album, which I found so very so very lovely and so very endearing Masego is one of the few artists that I look up to because he makes music that I want to make he is a saxophone player mixing R&B and soul and that is something that I aspire to do and aspire to become thank you guys so much for watching episode 2 of the Lion Speaks podcast I will try to have these come out every Friday at well, every Friday at or every Saturday at no, every Friday at nine PM Pacific, four AM Eastern. Sorry, my Eastern folk. I promise I will I will find a better time for you guys maybe. But please, if you guys go check out this album, let me know how you these albums, let me know how you feel in the comment section down below. Thank you guys so much for watching. My name is Lion. And I will catch you guys next week, right back here on the Lion Speaks podcast. Goodbye.